Hey all, and welcome back to another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. Uh, as always, before we jump into today's episode, I just want to go over a couple of things. Uh, again, thank you for always tuning in and being here. Uh, today's our first kind of episode without a guest host. Uh, that means it is shorter than normal. Uh, things just didn't uh, line up. The stars did not align for me to have somebody on for this Thursday episode, but I still wanted to put an episode out. So I will be talking through some things I'd like to see in the game. Um, uh, things changed, things added, etc. So you'll kind of just be hearing my thoughts and I'd love to hear your thoughts um, about what I share and if you agree, disagree, etc. Uh, you can, you know, share your thoughts on the multiple social media posts that I put out about the new episode, or you can obviously reach out to me on Discord. Uh, I'm Blue Spruce in the official Discord, Blue Spruce 17. And then obviously, as always, please uh, follow and reach out to me on the Twitter at can't underscore stop underscore snap. Um, but before we jump in, I just wanted to cover one thing. We did have a new location added to the game this week. Uh, I'm probably going to say it wrong. Uh, Nivadalir or Nidalavir. Um, well, now I'm, now I'm going to say it wrong. It's a Thor-themed uh, location. I believe it's where Thor's hammer was created. Um, um, and uh, this, uh, the ability of this location is that it adds five power to every card there. So if you have four cards there, that's a total of 20 power, uh, which sounds great, but... Uh, uh, if you're like me and you, you know, obviously this has been a featured location the last couple of days, there's a lot of ple- people playing Shang-Chi uh, to really take out and kind of take over this location. So you want to be careful. If you're obviously playing low cost and low power cards here, even with the five power boost, they're not uh, susceptible to Shang-Chi. Um, but uh, overall, I'm interested to see how this location plays in the long term of the game. Right now, it's kind of hyper focused on people kind of trying to counter it. Um, but I'm interested to see how this just kind of uh, plays into the normal flow and normal rotation of locations. Well, with that all being said, again, uh, appreciate you being here, even though it's a shorter episode today. Uh, we plan to be back with more guest hosts in our episodes next week. So make sure to follow the podcast and stay tuned. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Can't Stop Snapping. Uh, today, as I mentioned in the intro, we are not joined by a guest. That's kind of a first here. Uh, things just didn't work out to have a guest on today's episode, but don't fear. We plan to have on uh, many more guests and some returning guests in future episodes, and, and we want to continue that uh, here at Can't Stop Snapping. Um, but today, I decided, you know, going solo today, I would just make a list of some of my most desired changes or new features or things to come to the game. Now, by no means is this a comprehensive list of everything I'd like to see or changes I'd like to see. I'd say most of these are new things, uh, less so changes. Maybe I'll cover the changes I'd like to see in a future episode. But these are some things that I've just uh, had in my mind. I've seen a lot of other people suggest them in the Discord and on on Twitter. Um, So by no means are these solely my ideas. Uh, But I wanted to give my thoughts and opinions on them and just share with you some of my uh, most requested things or things that I'd most like to see in the game in the future. So I'm just going to dive uh, into the list here. First up, uh, more information about the cards. So I mean a couple of things by that. Um, we all know that, uh, and, and you know, if you're playing Marvel Snap or you're seeing people play Marvel Snap, 
the cards are beautiful. Uh, there's so much, uh, you know, style and and kind of funness to the cards, the art, etc. But I I feel that uh, the information about the cards is lacking, and I, and I mean a couple of things by that. One, uh, this has been requested, and the developers have said they'd love to do something like this. Uh, is more information about the artist. Uh, you know, there's base art for each card in the game, but then there's multiple variants for each card in the game. And each one of those different art styles and different artworks are done by different artists. And sometimes there will be multiple variants done by one artist. You can kind of tell they have a similar style. But currently in the game, there's no way to know, you know, who the artists are, no, you know, link to their information, no way to see or group cards by the artist, etc. That's something I'd love to see. You know, I love art. I love the arts in this game. And that's obviously, you know, a key piece to this game a key piece of the monetization with the ability to unlock and purchase variants variant art uh, or alternate skins you could think of it but without the information from the artist you know i feel like that's just kind of a lot a, a lacking piece to this concept of of the cards and the art and, and what's brought there so that's something i'd love to see you know you can kind of click on a card and you could see the link to the bio of an artist etc and the ability to even uh you know search out variants somehow by a specific artist and, and get all of the art from a specific artist and also the ability to um, organize your card collection um, and sort it by artist. I think that would be just a, a great addition. It would just add a lot of obviously thanks to those artists and the ability to kind of uh, follow them outside of the game, but also just add a lot of flavor and excitement to the game as far as kind of that collection and, and enjoying the art. The other piece to information about cards that I'd love to see is uh, character information. Uh, there's a lot of Marvel characters. I'm a big Marvel fan myself. Now, that being said, you know, I, I haven't read all the comic books or anything like that. I am a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I consume all of those movies, those shows. Uh, and I know a decent amount about a lot of these characters. And I, and I grew up watching, you know, uh, the animated X-Men show and some other Marvel shows growing up. So I know kind of your... Uh, your top level and even some of your mid uh, mid level characters, but then there's characters that you know like Brood or um, now of course I'm going to blank. You know, um, there are just some characters that I'm less familiar with, right? Uh, Mojo, right? Where I just really don't know the background on these characters. I don't know the story. I don't know uh, you know what series of the comics or what what kind of group of characters are these from x-men are these from fantastic four are these from the avengers are these from you know something else completely um i just really don't feel like i i know that right and i'm sure some of uh some of you out there kind of have that similar problem where you kind of learn the character now that you've seen the game or you've played the game and you associate it with its ability but without knowing the background of the character or kind of having that context um I don't really know the connection with that character right now. Obviously I could go to the Marvel wiki and I could learn those things, uh, which, you know, I may, and I may do that for some characters, but I would love if there was some way to have kind of a bio about each card in the game. Again, this is something that's been suggested to the developers. This is something I could see them doing. They've said, you know, Hey, that's a great suggestion. We might do that. Obviously not a type top priority against things like getting new game modes in, et cetera. But I think um, just for the longevity and kind of, bringing in kind of those people that just love Marvel, love Marvel movies, Marvel shows, Marvel comics, et cetera. I think it would be a great addition to kind of tie this into the greater Marvel universe. 
Um, so something I'd like to see. I'd like to see both of those things as far as art and character information, as far as information, more information about cards being available. The next thing on my list uh, is customization. Now, obviously with customization probably becomes uh, more ways to spend money. So not necessarily trying to say that. Uh, I would love these things to maybe be part of season passes or you know un other unlockables or obviously be able to use in-game currency to unlock them. But uh, you know, we can obviously in the current format, you, you know, with the uh, with the seasons, uh, the rank seasons, and with the um, the season pass, you can get user icons. I'd love to see more. I mean, there's so many characters in the game. I kind of feel like it's kind of a slow trickle of the icons, the character icons you can use for your account. I'd love to see more. I'd love to see some of the variant art or just art that's specific to those icons or things that aren't even characters, maybe. I, you know, people have joked and said, give us the rock icon, right? I'd love that. You know, I'd love for them to kind of give us more options there. So that's kind of a, I'd say a lower priority for me, but I'd love to see more variety and options with the icons. But what I would love to see is board variation where you could unlock and set boards you'd like to play on. Uh, I mean, that would be one way to do it, right? You can kind of unlock boards and set the boards you'd like to play on. Another way to do it would be that uh, there's different boards with different seasons or, you know, those rotate through. So just kind of to, to change it up over time. I think that'd be really fun. I mean, again, I could see them doing this. They do this in a lot of card games. Um, and it's just another piece there to kind of have variation. Uh, you know, there could be different sound, different music that could go with boards, etc. I just feel like there's a lot that uh, could be there as far as customization and enjoyment of that. So, I, you know, those are kind of the top two things I'd like to see as far as customization. There's obviously other things. They said things like, oh, you could add a special border to your character icon. I mean, that excites me a little bit less, but I mean, it is more uh, more ways to kind of express yourself and kind of make your, uh, your, your username and your icon more unique, right? Um, so not a bad thing, but definitely not something that I feel like I would want to use in-game currency to unlock, right? I, I would just want that to be, you have a bunch of different frames that you can choose from for free, et cetera. So I don't hope, I hope that doesn't take the place of something as a reward, like on the collection level or something like that. Up next is another thing that a lot of people suggested. And, you know, the developers basically have said this is something they're working on and, and plan to implement, which is a no stakes mode. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons for this one. Obviously, the, the core game mode of the snapping mechanic and the bluffing and doubling the stakes. I think that's great. I mean, I think that's core to the game. And you need that mode there. So it's not trying to take anything away from that mode. I just think it adds a lot in the sense that uh, it gives you more options for experimentation. Um, it just gives you another way to enjoy the game. Not everybody loves to kind of have this feeling of ranking up or ranking down, losing cubes, gaining cubes, right? Um, there's times I love it. There's times I hate it. Um, and I think we'll see other competitive modes beyond that in the future. But a no stakes mode, uh, I think... Uh, gives a lot of options to experiment. I think sometimes I have felt discouraged and I think others have too, when you do have the goal of ranking up, you know, winning cubes, moving up uh, on the season uh, rankings, uh, but you don't really want to try something new or something that's not tried and uh, tried and tested um, by other people because the worry is that, oh, well, this is going to lose me a bunch of cubes. I'm going to sink down right now. I try to fight through that and I know a lot of you do too. So, there, there's some balance here, but um, 
I feel like I would be much more willing to experiment with all the new cards I got, whether I thought they were quote unquote good or bad. Um, if there was this no stakes mode, um, again, so it sounds like something we will get. I don't know if it'll be, you know, soon later before global launch after global launch, et cetera. I mean, we, we really don't know what the full roadmap for the, uh, for the team at second dinner is, but it is something I'd love to see. And I feel like, uh, it's just going to keep a lot of people in the game and, and um, definitely help for the meta to change over time because people will be experimenting in that mode and then bringing the good decks uh, to more competitive modes uh, that they try out in that in that no stakes mode. So definitely something I'd like to see. Well, my next thing on my list is um, uh, has to do with variants. Um, you know, I would love to have more options to choose from in the store. Uh, not to say that I want to be somebody who buys variants all the time. Currently, I've purchased one from the store and I used it with gold that I unlocked in the game. So far, the only money that I personally have spent on the game is on the season passes. Uh, you know, I haven't spent any money just to buy gold for extra credits or extra variants yet. Um, and and I, I'm not sure if I will. You know, I, I may or I may not, but time will tell. Uh, you know, we still don't know a ton about Nexus events. And so uh, that may change my thought there. But, uh, you know, you get the six options every 24 hours, uh, variants to buy. And I don't know about you guys, uh, but currently the way it's structured, it seems pretty random. And I get uh, seemingly the same ones over and over again. Uh, often I'll get, you know, three or four of my six are ones that I've seen before. And I obviously don't want to get them because I haven't got them yet. Um, and then maybe I'll get one or two new ones. But more often than not, with having so many cards unlocked, so many cards in the game, so many variants available... Right, the percentage of getting ones that I've seen online that I'd really like to get is very low. Uh, and so then I can feel kind of discouraged, right? Like, uh, you know, I'm like, well, I'll probably never even get the ones that I'm actually interested in or I'd actually be interested in spending gold on. Um, so I don't know the exact way to make this the best. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, having more options than six every 24 hours or just really opening it so it's less randomized and you can just kind of look through the variants or over time you kind of, Un unlock more that you can you can see and purchase or maybe it's if you've ranked up your card a certain amount of levels uh or you've split it a certain amount of times then you get the chance to uh get those variants more frequently i don't know right there, there's a lot of thoughts of how you could change this or potentially make it better uh but i i would just i, I think it needs change um I, I know that i'd be more willing to spend gold uh if i could more easily target the variant art that i'd actually want right uh, I don't know if you guys feel the same way or if you feel different, but I think the art is one of the coolest parts of this game. And, um, you know, uh, I, uh, while I do think, and ideally the variants maybe go on sale at some point also and are cheaper in general, I, you know, I think they're too expensive currently. Uh, I think I'd be more willing to spend gold, uh, you know, quote unquote currency, whether that's in-game currency that I unlock that way or real money, uh, if I could, more easily target the ones that I, I really hope to get. So uh, up next, um, this is again, something that's, you know, basically been confirmed, but I just thought I'd share it here. And I'm sure many of you feel similarly is the ability to challenge friends or challenge people, you know, in the game, obviously this will allow for people to set up tournaments. We may have tournament modes within the game that are kind of another game mode uh, who knows, but obviously the ability to directly challenge somebody add, you know, other users in the game, I think it's very valuable, would be very fun. Um, you know, 
I've had multiple guests here on the show before. Uh, and, you know, it's fun when I match up in the game, but that's really random. Uh, I don't, you know, you don't really have control over that. It's just you happen to be both playing at the same time, uh, happen to both be jumping into a, a match at the same time, and maybe your MMR uh, and kind of your ranking is similar, so you're able to match up. All of that kind of plays into this randomness of being able to uh, match up with people you'd like to play against. Um, I think that would be, you know, obviously great for content creators, uh, whether that's YouTube, Twitch, here on the podcast, being able to play against specific people, you know, that just opens up a lot of possibilities for people to run their own tournaments, for people to, you know, record and create content against specific players, etc. So uh, it's definitely something that I know will be added, but I hope it gets added sooner than later. I hope it's in the next month or two, you know, if I had my way, uh, just because I think that will help with uh, the hype around the game. It will keep people, you know, continually interested early on and into the future of the game. So definitely something I hope they add um, sooner than later. Uh, up next on my list here, um, this is one that I... Uh, I have mixed feelings about, but I'll, I'll share my thought here. And I, I'm curious to hear uh, from you all after you listen to the episode. Please let me know your thoughts on this and the other things I've shared. Um, and that is the ability to have more targeted acquisition when you're unlocking cards. Um, you know, there's there's people that say, you know, well, you know, I don't need targeted acquisition. I just need to be able to unlock cards faster, right? Um, as you move up the collection track, as we've talked before, um, in your collection level increases, uh, the distance between uh, card unlocks gets farther and farther apart. And uh, I believe the maximum is every 96 levels on the collection track, uh, you know, which uh, takes a long time, right? Um, that is, I want to say 4,800 credits that you need to use. Um, and that uh, can take, can take a little while. And so uh, or it can take a lot of money, real life money to get to that point to unlock cards. And so cards can become very expensive to unlock uh, later in the collection track. Um, and so where this comes into like having more targeted acquisition is that, you know, some people say it needs to be faster. Um, and maybe that's true. But I think one of the core things is that people uh, kind of feel bad when they really want one or two cards specifically. And they just there's no way of knowing. Um you know, you, some of you may follow Kraken Null, and Kraken Null, if you're listening to this, let me know. But uh, I know he's been targeting specifically um, Dr. Doom. Um, that's one of his most desired cards. And he's in the 2000s of collection level, and he's still not unlocked the card. Now, obviously, he's unlocked a lot of cards, a lot of great cards. He can obviously play and enjoy the game. Uh, but I know that that's kind of a bad feeling that, you know, he works and works and works and saves up his credits and uses them all to get to that next card, which is getting farther and farther apart. And he's still not unlocking that card. Now, funny enough, I've seen him make multiple posts about wanting to unlock Dr. Doom. And today, you know, I'm in the high 800s uh, collection level and I unlocked Dr. Doom. Um, now, Dr. Doom was on my list of ones that I, you know, I was looking forward to unlock, but it definitely wasn't my top card, right? Um, so, you know, uh, that feels good for me. feels bad for him, right? Um, so the thought is, Maybe, in, you know, maybe we don't need to make the uh, levels um, less to unlock cards. Maybe we do, but I think it would be a great change. This is my opinion, that as you unlock a card, you are given a pool of a couple of cards. Uh, I think three would make a lot of sense. You're given an option of three cards that you have yet to unlock, and you get to pick one of those to keep. Uh, 
I think that would just feel better for a lot of people. Now, obviously, people could say, oh, well, it's still random and stuff. But I think the ability to kind of have out of all the remaining cards, you have to have three options. Obviously, that increases the odds every time you unlock a card of unlocking the one you'd like. Um, and kind of gives you a little bit more control over your collection and, uh, you know, what cards you unlock over time. Um, now, uh, part of me feels mixed on this because, uh, you know, maybe we do need to go the route of just making cards unlock faster and maybe that's just a better change overall. But also there's the part of me that even though I'm saying all these things, I kind of do like the idea that, you know, people really are unlocking cards at a random order. Now, now at first I, I felt less good about it, but, you know, I, I've kind of enjoyed unlocking cards and not really knowing what to expect and then being able to go try out new things and find decks that people have built around these cards that maybe I wasn't expecting to unlock um, and being able to test those out. And the reality is, is that I can build decks that other people can't. And, um, but that doesn't mean that other people don't have good decks too. You know, like I, I've built decks. I, I built a deck with my new Dr. Doom I unlocked today and I've really been enjoying it. And I've won a lot of games, but I've lost several games as well. Uh, but you know, I don't think I've seen a single other player today playing with Dr. Doom, right? So people are able to build good decks without him as well. So I guess my point is, is that I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to do something to have more targeted acquisition, like, uh, you know, giving you a pool of three cards to choose from. I don't think that's the only option, but I definitely think um, the game could use some changes there. Uh, as far as what the developers have said about this, they've received a lot of feedback and a lot of it, you know, concern, negative, et cetera, about people saying cards are too slow to unlock. It feels really bad when I can't unlock the cards I want, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, Second Dinner, you know, they have stated and, and understandably they're kind of going for a certain feel of, you know, who knows what card you're going to pull next. And it's kind of this slow burn and this collection and this hype of you being able to kind of have unique cards and unique variants of cards that you've unlocked, but other people haven't unlocked those cards, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot there. They're kind of going for with this vibe. So I don't think I, I think they're they're very cautious. They don't want to destroy kind of that feeling and that vibe they're, they're going for of this kind of really collectible card game, really collecting and unlocking cards over time. Um, but I think they do realize that, um, you know, not everybody, uh, you know, is happy with this and that um, they may need to make some changes. So they, they have said that they've said, Hey, we're looking at it. We don't want to rush into any changes. Um, you know, this is kind of the collection structure and system is a really core piece to the game, right? And so they don't want to make any changes just because, hey, in the beta, in a month and a half, two months, people don't like it or people have concerns, right? Because the reality is there's game modes that aren't there. We don't, we haven't tried out Nexus events. Uh, there's a lot that's still not in the game, right? So as more pieces come together, we may find that the, the existing structure, you know, feels okay. Uh, but we still may see and still may be giving feedback that we do still want to see changes. So I think Second Dinner is really just kind of waiting to see what is the best way to handle acquisition uh, and all of its systems and all of its features going forward. Um, well, uh, that is kind of my list for today. I know this is a short episode, uh, obviously without a guest. Um, uh, you know, less uh, things to kind of get through, less kind of back and forth here. But I hope I hope you still enjoyed it today. I hope you still enjoyed listening to my thoughts on on these things. Uh, a couple of things before we close out. One, I appreciate all of you that are going to follow the Twitter account. Um, I would ask you, you know, continue to go there. 
Uh, we continue to grow. And uh, once we hit uh, a higher level of uh, followers on Twitter, I, I'm planning to do a giveaway. So if that feels like your jam, you'd love to win something. I'm not going to say what it is yet, um, but we are going to make something to give away uh, on the Twitter. Make sure to go follow us on the Twitter. We are at can't underscore stop underscore snap on Twitter. Um, and make sure to go follow us there. And I would ask, you know, please give me your thoughts on uh, the things that I've shared today. Uh, you know, do you agree with some of the changes or some of the ideas I've shared today? Do you disagree? Do you have other things you'd like to see? You know, if you are, uh, you know, if you found the podcast on Reddit, uh, you know, share your thoughts there on the Reddit post. If you found if you found the podcast on the Facebook page, you know, share your thoughts there. Or if you're just in the Discord, hey, let me know your thoughts in the Discord. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'd love to engage with you and engage kind of on your ideas about changes to the game, your thoughts and opinions about my ideas. And I'd love to just, you know, have some back and forth. I always enjoy doing that. And I appreciate you, those of you who have reached out to me with your thoughts and feedback about past episodes. Well, with all that being said, uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, look forward to bringing you more information, hopefully about Nexus events next week. We anticipate receiving patch notes, or I, I shouldn't say patch notes, but a blog post about what Nexus events are, how they will work, et cetera, sometime in the next week. So look forward to that. I'll be breaking down that with some guest hosts and um, look forward to that. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And all, as always, thank you for listening and thank you for enjoying the podcast. And we will talk next time. Thanks. Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast written, produced, recorded, and hosted by Michael Thurman. Thanks for listening.